So this is the final episode of 2023 of my podcast. Really, really weird to say that because, you know, New Year is looming. It's only a day away now. Um, I'm currently just sat here in my daughter's playroom. It's nine o'clock at night. Uh, I've got a little lamp on recording this. She's in bed. Um, and I wanted to to put this episode out before New Year because there's loads of things I just want to talk to you about. Obviously, New Year conjures up a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions for people. Um, some good, some bad. You know, some positive, some not so positive. Some that can be quite scary of all the uncertainty that the New Year may hold, as well as the possibilities and opportunities. So I thought I would use uh, this podcast as a chance to... I don't know, talk about these things and how we plan to deal with them going forward into the new year so that you have a bit of a plan of action, really, um, in regards to your business and yourself and setting some goals that we could chat about how we can you know, do this, how we can get you moving forward by reflecting on your past year, you know, looking at the impact of positivity on overall business success um, and just giving you some actionable tips for business growth as well um, and I'm also going to be talking about a few personal things and experiences that I've gone through uh, to try and just help with I don't know this feeling of you know motivation and determination that you can do this you know you can make a success out of your business and your hobby and whatever it is that you want to do to make money from what you doing what you love basically so I want to talk a little bit about that um and yeah I'm, I'm saying I'm currently sat in the well I've got a little lamp on it's not quite in the dark um but you know I've got a glass of wine because end of the day it's New Year's Eve so uh, I'll try not to wrap it on too much <laughs> but I did need a glass of wine tonight it's been a long day um so I hope you've all had a lovely Christmas managed some time out to relax uh, however that might have looked for you for me I saw some family uh, which was lovely I had a break from social media uh, my online shops and websites are still closed I'm always a little bit nervous about keeping them shut for more than a week but this time I needed a good two-week break you know it's been a difficult slog this year so I really needed that space um, so I've had a you know nearly 10 days now of no emails which has been brilliant and um, I've been hibernating pretty much, you know, which has been really nice. And although we have all been ill in this family and I've seen enough doctors and A&E departments to last a lifetime. But anyway, I want to squeeze this one last episode in before this year comes to a close, because, you know, now Christmas is over. I know that a lot of us can feel quite confused about, you know, what's next? You know, what what is next for us during this period of limbo, isn't it, between Christmas and New Year? Um, it's a really strange time. Nobody knows what day it is. Nobody know which, knows which bin's going out. We got it wrong this week, as always. Um, everyone's just a little bit a little bit messed up, a bit confused. And I know for me, I'm always quite emotional during this time um, because I kind of feel a mix of emotions about what the new year is going to hold for me um, and what the past year has meant to me, whether it's been good or bad, you know, what I've fought or encountered and survived. Um, all the good and bad stuff that's happened up to this point. And then I have these feelings of optimism about the year ahead and the possibilities, you know, the dreams and the goals and what I want to achieve. And I feel like with the new year, yes, it's like a brand new slate. You know, it's wiped clean so that you can rewrite your story however the hell you want. And even though it's actually no different to any other day in the year, it's just literally the clock ticking over you know, to another minute, it's a flip of a calendar. It, you know, nothing actually changes apart from the time and the date. 
But I just think there's something about the 1st of January that it's so positive and the idea of it being a fresh start, you know, it's, a, it's another chance to just achieve those things that you dream of. And I think it's motivating and encouraging. And it just sucks you in, in a really good way into like committing to making some positive changes and being grateful because I don't know about you, but I always feel grateful at New Year, which is why I think I feel quite emotional as well, because I'm grateful to have the chance to go at life again for another 365 days, you know, and I know that I've got this power inside of me to make things happen. So I've noticed that I've got a bit of an emotional pattern at this time of year, which is just how I seem to feel, you know, as we move out of the Xmas period and all the festivities and everyone's together, having a great time and everything, you know, is just relaxed and fun um, into the new year where you know, it's got all its possibilities. Yeah, it's got a lot of uncertainty. So I've noticed that I go from feeling quite stressed just before Christmas to relieved, you know, when I finish work and all the responsible stuff that you have to deal with as a small business owner is over. You can just turn your emails off. You can just relax, stop worrying. Um, so then I get excited, you know, about my time off with my family and my friends. I feel happy during the good parts of the festivities. And then for me, it's coupled with it, like a huge dose of sadness um, and anger as well. You know, lost loved ones that aren't with us at Christmas time. You know, I end up feeling these like waves of grief that just like smack me from behind. You know, they knock me over when I'm vulnerable. Um, and it's normally around Boxing Day when that gets me. And that during, you know, this time now, it's kind of, wave, you know, waving off a little bit not feeling quite so sad, but the emotions shift again and I start to feel, you know, I've got, I kind of go upwards and I start to feel optimistic about the new year. Um, usually around this time that I buy myself a new diary, which I've literally just ordered online yesterday. I'm really funny about my stationery. If anybody that knows me, so particular, it's ridiculous. Like, I can go in about 20 shops trying to find the perfect diary. You know, and if something isn't quite right, I just can't, I can't plan my whole year in it. I just can't do it. So, you know, I have to really look scrupulously for the right diary for me. So I found one online this year. I normally get them from TK Maxx, but there's a poor show of diaries this year. So I end up going to um, a website online, got myself a really nice one. Um, so that'll be here soon, which I'm excited about. And this is the time when I start to plan and write down my ideas, you know, for world domination. This is it now. I've got another year ahead of me where I can achieve, you know, X, Y, and Z. And that's what I want to do. And then New Year's Eve for me, it's just one of those nights, to be honest, that I'd just rather get done with. And I think, you know, it stirs up all the emotions again. Usually cry, not going to lie. Um, I refuse to sing Old Lang Syne because it just reminds me so much of everybody that's missing from the circle, you know, when you link arms. Um, well, you know, I think about my mum and my grandmas and the, my aunties and the people that should be there and the, who used to do it with. Uh, and there's just really important links missing from that circle. And no matter how hard I try, I can never make it to the end of the song. So I just don't do it anymore. Um, so normally, like this year, we're, we're just going to go to bed. I'll just get a curry and go to bed. But New Year's Day for me is always really nice, though. And I think for a lot of people, you know, you can feel it's full of promise. It's full of optimism. You know, we're starting the first day of a brand new year. You know, all the what could be's. You know, it's the, it could be the best year of our lives. Um, and it could be the year that things massively change for us. 
So I always think the 1st of January is a lovely day and it's something that I always look forward to. And then the 2nd of January comes and it's like, hmm, how do you feel? For me, I feel a bit lost and a bit confused again. Um, I don't know about you. I mean, if you've got a, another job alongside running your small business, you may be back at work. Uh, the kids are normally still off school, so it can be a bit of a juggle. You know, partners are back at work and you can be on your own juggling everything. And you're still not quite in that mood to get going. Um, but for me, yeah, I feel I feel quite scared and worried uh, about these these big or maybe small dreams that you've got, and that I've got even, uh, about the year. Thinking that, yes, this year is going to be my year. You know, we put a lot of expectations on ourselves, uh, both personally and professionally. We always do. We always think that, you know, the new year comes and we've got to do this and we've got to do that. And we write it down and we have a list as long as our arm before we even hit the 2nd of January. And, you know, all of a sudden... We're just overflowing with expectations and wondering how we're going to manage it all. And you can feel quite overwhelmed. And at that point, you may just say, oh, God, I can't do it, actually. Um, you know, I know there's always on my list, there's always like lose weight, you know, make X amount of money this year, achieve this, achieve that. Be a better partner, be a better parent. Um, the list of what we want to do is endless. And you just end up feeling so overwhelmed. Say before we even make it to the third of January, you know, we end up talking ourselves out of it and doing nothing at all. Or, you know, maybe we'll do some of it, but only half-heartedly. So we're not actually getting the results that we want because we're just stretching ourselves too thin and it's not possible. So I thought we'd use today's uh, podcast episode to look at this and, you know, look at what it is that you want to achieve this next year more than anything. And we're going to look at just taking one thing, and I mean one thing only, and going all in on it. So I don't want you to have a list of like five or six things, you know, that are your resolutions or five or six things that you're going to achieve in 2024. I just want you to write down one thing that you really, really desperately want for yourself. And it's not to say that you can't or you won't achieve anything else. And, you know, those things may also happen if you've got the time, the energy, the resources left once you get where you want to be with your main priority. Um, but by having just one thing only to focus on, you are much more likely to achieve it than trying to stretch yourself thin with everything else. So it might be that, you know, your aim for 2024 is to quit your job and go full time with your own business. So maybe you're working at the minute in something that you're not happy with, you know, we've got this goal to work for yourself, to turn your hobby into your business, you know, into a fully fledged business that makes you money that you can survive on. Um, and beyond that, you know, that you can have a good quality and standard of living from. Or maybe, you know, you're already running your own business and it's ticking over, but you just want to be making more money and you want to be growing. So, I want you to write that thing down and I want you to really, really go all in on it. So say you've written down, I want to grow my business. I want to take it to the next level. You know, that is your commitment. So forget about losing the weight. Okay, you know, don't go stuff yourself. If, if you really do want to lose weight, you know, don't go crazy. Have McDonald's every week, whatever. But that sort of thing can wait if you really want to put all your time and energy 
into the one thing that you want to achieve. So I'm going to do the same this year because I'm so guilty of overloading myself with expectations um, that just aren't achievable in my current lifestyle, you know, with a young child and two businesses. I remember um, my English teacher at school, Mrs. Dean, she was called, and I remember saying that I have such high expectations of myself. Now, I must have only been about 13 at this time. And she said, you set yourself such high standards. You know, you're a perfectionist and you've got to just not expect so much of yourself. And I'm still like that now at 40, you know, and I'll never change. However, I'm going to try and scale it back so that I don't overwhelm myself in 2024 because there's so much to come for me this next year. Um, and I'm just going to focus on the one thing that I want to do. So, yes, yeah, I could do with losing a stone or two, you know, exercising five times a week eating much healthier than I have in 2023. Yeah, I could also do with a good holiday and some time away with family and friends. And I want to hire a cleaner to keep on top of this bottomless pit of washing and tidying up in this house. But I know those things come at a price, you know. And in order to achieve those things and the life that I want, I need to prioritise the one thing that's going to get me that over everything else, which is my business, you know. I'm taking it to the next level because the rest will come in time and everything will fall into place. But I know that I have to get my business to the place I want it to be in order to have the life that I want. So I've made the decision in 2024 that I'm going to scale down Vintage Twee, which is my um, stationery company that I've been running for 14 years. And I'm going to scale up Her Handmade Hustle, which is my business coaching um, because that's what I want to do, you know, I want to make that happen and I want to make it happen sooner rather than later. So that is my commitment and it's scary because, you know, I've been doing Vintage Tree for a long time now, as you may have been if you've got a, a full-time job somewhere else and you, you're running your business part-time on the side. But I want to make that commitment so that I can make my other business more successful, quicker and do it sooner rather than later. So whatever you've written down, you know, as your main goal for 2024, commit to it. No matter how uncertain it might feel at this time, because it will be, you will feel uncertain about it. You'll be like, God, what if I can't? All the what ifs start creeping in, don't they? You know, what if it's not right? What if I do it wrong? It's just human nature. That's just what we do. We question ourselves all the time. Um, but, you know, no matter how uncertain that it may feel in this very moment that you're here listening to me, you need to think in your mind that things only happen when you're actually doing them. So you can plan and plan and plan, but if you never start, it won't happen. It doesn't matter if you do it wrong. You know, it, it doesn't matter at all. It, it, what matters is you're doing it because you're putting the wheels in motion. So you have to just start. Don't wait anymore. You know, you've got to keep the wheels turning, even if you're not sure what direction that they're heading in. Just keep them in motion, because the minute you stop and you park up, that's when it gets hard to get going again. And starting or growing a business particularly, it takes stamina. You know, I was going to compare it a little bit to parenthood. You know, if you want to keep your child alive, you can't give up. You know, I remember when I had my daughter. I felt this overwhelming sense of responsibility, you know, like I can never, and I just couldn't decide like what, 
what I couldn't understand this is it you know this is it now forever like I'm in charge of this person all the time like there is no break it is 24 hours a day you know day and night you are on call and it was terrifying and I sometimes still feel like that now and she's four um and although no one's life is at stake with your own business I have treated my business vintage tree in the same way and I've had the same attitude towards it you know there's no other option this has to work and I won't quit on it and I haven't and I believe that's one of the reasons why you know I have succeeded and I've managed to sustain a lifestyle you know for 14 years where I've supported myself and my family now for me the reason why I want to scale Vintage Tree down is because my interests have sort of gone in another direction. But I still want to be an entrepreneur, but I just want to help other people do what I did. So, you know, you have to hone in and focus on that one thing that you really desperately want for yourself next year. So let's look how we can make that happen. So first of all, think you've got to think about this past year in relation to what, you know, you've chosen as your main goal for next year. So I'm going to use running a small business and starting one up as the example, since this is a podcast, you know, for female entrepreneurs. Um, and you've got to look at what's gone right for you last year. What have you achieved? What hasn't gone to plan? Or what's set you back? What challenges have you faced? You know, write them down. Get a new notepad. I always have to put a new notepad for everything, you know. Write them down. So what is it that you have achieved this year? Have you like built had a website built for your business um have you set up a facebook page have you done some market research um have you got an etsy shop set up anything like that have you made a sale even better you know challenges what set you back you know what have you not been able to figure out what have you struggled with write them down because it's really important to acknowledge your successes um and learn from your setbacks so for me when it comes to Handmade Hustle, I've started a Facebook community. You know, it now stands at something like 570 members, which is crazy. You know, I didn't expect to get near 50 by Christmas and I'm at 570, which is brilliant. Um, I've built my own website for it. I've learned how to do so many technical things that I never had a clue how to do before. I've started this podcast and I've met some really wonderful women who have totally confirmed that this is what I want to do now. Setbacks for me, um, I would say, have been access to funding. So I basically applied for, well, I was about to apply for some funding to get things off the ground, you know, get some equipment to start the podcast, um, you know, and there was a local authority that could help me with this. But I got so far with it and I just fell at the final hurdle for a number of reasons, mainly just not having the time, I was exhausted sleep deprivation you know I just I just couldn't quite finish it so I decided just to park it for now um another setback for me was that I've got a couple of digital products on my website that I designed I spent ages on I didn't quite have the interest or the uptake that I was hoping um which was disappointing it did shape my confidence a little bit but I thought you know what I'm leaving them on there because you never know um in time I know from having vintage tweed that things take time to gather momentum to get seen on the internet, to get known and passed around. So I'm leaving them on there because I've got faith in my products and what I design and what I can do for people. So I'm not phased by it anymore, okay? This is just something that 
maybe didn't work the first time, but may work again in a few months time. So reflect on what it is that you've achieved and what went a bit wrong uh, or was unexpected and just put pen to paper just so you can see it in black and white. And then you can carry on doing what works and you can forget wasting time on things that didn't work. Okay, so secondly, we need to be setting ourselves some clear, achievable goals for the new year. Just so you know exactly what it is that you want to focus on, you need a plan of attack. So a lot of people find it really hard to think of goals and then put them into tangible actions. So, you know, they get what they want and they achieve them. But if you can write down sort of the things that it is in your things that are in your head that are going around that you want out of your next year when it comes to your business what do you want to achieve um because once you've written them down you'll find that actually you'll be able to stick to them a lot more so whatever your stumbling block is i just want you to do one thing and that is write it down and seeing it there on the paper will make it achievable. So for me, for example, say, um, say you want to quit your day job in 2024 and you want to go full time with your business. Um, keep it realistic, keep it achievable. So your goal, don't write down that by the end of January, you know, you'll have done a Bridget Jones, you would have left the office singing RESPCT, you know, be earning £2,000 a month from your side hustle. It's not going to happen. Okay, be realistic, make it achievable, because if you don't, you're going to get disappointed and you'll most likely quit because you think it's not happening for you. So you want to break it down month by month, week by week, whatever works for you. So, for example, for me, I would say, like, okay, January, I'll start researching what it is that I want to do. What do I want to create? What do I want to sell or offer? You know, your product or your services. Have a summary of what it is that you actually want to do. In February, you maybe you may start making things or putting offers together for your services actually putting some packages together so you've got something tangible to look at and go yeah this is what it is that I can do March you might do some market research you might learn about Etsy or places to sell your work or your services and April you might start getting your stuff out there you know you may make a couple of sales so let it snowball having small achievable steps will lead you to achieving that one big goal and it will just make it so much more manageable especially you know we've all got busy lifestyles it's not possible for it to happen instantly and it's why a lot of people fail or just give up so give yourself these next 12 months and see how far you can get by breaking it down into manageable tasks you ignore the pressure of other people just ignore them you know if they're asking you oh how many sales have you made how's it going you know how many customers have you got? Da, da, da. Just ignore it. Trust in the process and just keep going. Reach out for help when you need it and stay focused on that one goal of the year. Because there's a certain power in direction. I remember at uni, I did my uh, psychology dissertation on something called implementation intentions. I'll always remember it, even though it was so boring. Um, but I remember it because it was basically about how if you set yourself like manageable targets and goals... And most importantly, write them down, like actually commit to writing them down on paper. You're much more likely to achieve them and to succeed. So I always think about this whenever I'm doing something. I get myself a new notepad, like I say, um, or a new diary. Whatever works for you, maybe open up a Google Doc, whatever. But write down the small steps that you can take to get those wheels in motion. Thirdly, you need that 
all in positive mindset to make it happen. Okay, now admittedly, I'm not the best at manifesting a positive mental attitude, mainly because, you know, my life has just felt like challenge after challenge after challenge. And sometimes I can be, you know, a little bit negative about things, but I'm making a conscious effort to just change this in 2024. Because the truth is, right, I don't know if it's divine intervention, power of positive thinking, or it's just like sheer true grit, but things have always seemed to work out for me when I've like 100% wanted them to. So there's a time last year um, that I just lost all enthusiasm for what I was doing with Vintage Tweet. And, you know, it happens sometimes when you've been doing it for so long. I hit various speed bumps along the way. You know, we had COVID that just completely knocked the wedding and events industry on its backside. Um, I had my daughter, so I was off for only 10 weeks, actually, not even like 10 months, like some people that take the full maternity leave. I couldn't do that, but I was off for, you know, a few weeks. But then when I came back, obviously I was still tired. I couldn't put everything into it anymore. Like I used to do before I had her. I used to work like 14 hour days, 15 hour days. Um, but I can't do that anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. So I just, I had this point where I felt like I just honestly didn't want any orders to come in or at least anything significant because I was was so tired, suffering sleep deprivation, feeling demotivated, uncertain about the future. And, you know, honestly, my phone hardly ever beeped. The orders just didn't come in and I had no money. And it was okay for a week or two because I had a bit of a mental break. But I remember just sitting there one day thinking, right, well, I can't go on like this. You know, I have to change this mindset. I knew that I needed to work to pay the bills. You know, I couldn't carry on like this. I couldn't just sit there thinking, oh, God, I don't want to work anymore. What am I going to do in my life? You know, bills were stacking up and one wage wasn't enough to pay for them. So I knew that I had to do something. So I did start thinking more positively. You know, I got my focus back and I carried on. Um, And sometimes, you know, I just prayed for work on those months when my husband was made redundant um so he was out of work for a while and it was at a time when I had no wedding and event orders so I just used to really hope and pray that something would come in after all the negative thinking that I'd done um I started thinking really positive thinking actually I really want this I want to get this going again and then by complete random chance a massive order came in for me and it literally saved us that month and the next um, you know, it paid the mortgage, it paid all the bills and it actually gave me that motivation that I needed to carry on. And it's been the same with her handmade hustle, if I'm honest, you know, I've given thousand percent to it and it has grown in six months. So if you don't do that and you're only like, you know, thinking, oh, is this going to work? Is it not going to work? I'm not sure I want it to work. Do I want it to work? You know, and you're questioning yourself all the time. It probably won't. So you have to have that positive mindset that it is going to work and you have to channel those thoughts and truly see yourself living the life that you want. So, you know, for me, I think about changing my workspace um, and setting up a little Her Handmade Hustle office. You know, I try and visualise my success, which is another way to manifest those positive vibes. Um, You know, think about creating a, a vivid mental image of how you want your life to look and be really specific about it. What does a typical day look like for you doing what it is that you want to do? What do you wear? You know, are you able to go on holiday as a result of it? 
really think about what you want your life to look like and it can really boost your motivation make success feel so much more attainable I know for me I say I want to move out of the room that I'm in now in my house where my my vintage street studio is set up and I want to make that into my bedroom and I want my daughter to have my current bedroom so that I can have her room as my office so I can sort of see how I want my life to look as a result of working hard and being successful at what it is that I want to do so the same will be for you really think about where you want to be in a year's time really think about it hard and try and embody that image in your mind emblazing it on in there you know so that you think about it all the time because it will really help propel you forward into getting to where you want to be and you know staying positive in the event of challenges personal or professional it's hard because we've all got so much stuff going on in our lives and it can be difficult you know it can really affect your ability to sort of like give something a hundred percent and give it your all but we have to remember that you know it's part of life it's part of learning nothing comes easy not for many of us at least so if you expect or anticipate some speed bumps you know or learning curves knocks to your confidence you can be better emotionally equipped to deal with them when they come along and it won't put you off, won't make you think, oh, I can't do this, you know. So maybe you're just not quite ready and you'll take that step when you feel a bit more able. Or maybe you're like me and you just go all in and you figure out, you know, dealing with the other stuff that's going on in your life as and when you need to. But staying positive and having that self-belief is just one of the most important determining factors of making it as an entrepreneur well I think so anyway because that's just what it takes to succeed it's like it's true grit it's absolute true grit and as the new year looms we've got all got things going on in our minds that we know 2024 is going to bring it's going to truly test our ability to stay positive and believe in ourselves for me it's a big year so I started her handmade hustle in August after my 40th birthday. My plan is to grow it into a fully fledged coaching business for normal women, you know, normal women like me and you. So it's stressed out mums, women looking for a career change, you know, women that want to chase their dream, people that finally realise that it's their time to do something for them and women who just need some help and confidence and guidance to show them how to do it. You know, just so you don't feel alone or confused or scared or unsure. I want to be that person. I want to be that person in their lives who they know will help them find a way to succeed no matter what. And just be that constant source of support and encouragement because we need it. We need that person in our lives. You know, partners are all well and good. Of course, they're supportive. But somebody who's been in your shoes and knows exactly how you feel you know, it's the key to making it work because that way you know you've got someone in your corner who will, you can offload to, you know, you can, they're there for you as a source of support all the time and knowledge and backup. You know, it's like having someone in your pocket that will be there and you can just pick them out when you need them and ask them the question that's keeping you awake at night and just help grow your confidence So ultimately you achieve what it is that you want to do, which is make a living from your business, you know. 
So that's my goal. I want to get in 2024 as many women as possible from doing what they have to do, whether it be a full time job working in an office or whatever else, to doing what it is that they want to do. But I also have a massive challenge ahead of me in 2024, which I know is going to slow me down in this mission. But I'm determined that it's not going to stop me and I'll still get my business established. Um, it's possibly going to be one of the biggest challenges that I'll ever face. And I never thought I'd talk about it on a, a podcast episode where anyone and his wife can listen. But actually, it does feel easier than talking about it to a real person. So back when I was pregnant, around five years ago now, um, me and my sister found out that we've got um, basically a, a genetic mutation to one of the genes in our bodies called the BRCA2 gene, um, which is it's basically a massively increases our risk of breast and ovarian cancer. So some of you may know that my mum did die from breast cancer um, and other members of the family too, which is what prompted our genetic testing. We always promised her that we would would do it and you know, we'd continue to do it after we found out that um, she was poorly. But we discovered actually that the, uh, the dodgy gene, as we like to call it, came from my dad's side. Um, <clears throat> so our lifetime risk of breast cancer and ovarian cancer is like crazy high. Um, and we both made the decision, both me and my sister, to have uh, preventative surgery, um, you know, so that we hopefully can uh, drastically reduce our chances of ever getting the disease. And that's going to be in the form of a double mastectomy and the removal of our ovaries. So my sister is actually on the other side of the breast operation now. She's had hers done um, at Easter this year. And she's got her ovary one upcoming in the next couple of weeks. It's been a bit slower up north here, so I'm on the wait list. Um, I'm due to be called early summer in 2024 for the first of my two surgeries, which is going to be the double mastectomy. Um, honestly... I don't know how I'll manage, um, something that I do find difficult to talk about, but I do know that I want to be here in the future for my daughter and my family. Um, and I also know that I really want to be a successful business coach for women out there who need someone like me, someone real and honest and so devoted to getting them the life that they want to live. Because let's face it, we don't know what's around the corner, you know? And we don't know if there's any more time to wait. There isn't any more time to wait. You have to do it now. There's never going to be a right time. You know, your ducks will never all be in a row and you'll never feel ready and certain to do it. But while you have time, you know, that is while you're alive and you're well and you're able, you can start. So sometimes you don't even have any ducks to actually get in a row, but it doesn't matter. Because they'll come if you just start doing it. And as for being ready and certain, God, are we ever, you know, are we ever ready and certain to do anything? You know, I'm not going to let these two surgeries stop me from making my business soar in 2024. So I might be down for a little while, but I'm not going to be out. You know, I'm going to work with as many wonderful women as I can before my surgery to help them get started on their path to success. And for the time that I'm on the bench, I'll make sure that they've got a solid plan of action just to support them until I'm back in the game. You know, I'm still going to be able to email and text people and eventually I'll be able to Zoom them during my recovery. 
And, you know, in, in one way, it would be better um, being a business coach in this situation than running Vintage Tree because I don't physically have to be able to make anything, go to the post office, you know, run a business that way. So it'll be much easier for me to manage. Um, and, you know, I think I'm going to need this level of normality of talking to other women and keeping up doing what I'm already doing because those women are probably going to be helping me as much as I'm helping them anyway. You know, they're going to keep me sane during what's going to be uh, a long recovery for me. So my point is this, if you really, really want to succeed in running a business and working for yourself, you'll do it no matter what, you know, no matter what. I am hoping that people won't give up on me next year. If I am out of the game for three months, like I say, I will still be around. I'll still be able to help. Um, I'm going to equip them with everything that they need to get by while I'm not you know, available as such. But I know that I want this business to work. So I'm going to give it as much as I can um, to make that happen in 2024. It's not going to, these surgeries are not going to dictate my future. Um, and yeah, basically, no, I'm not going to get emotional about it. I'm just going to say that it's going to happen um, and I'm going to do it. So if you're feeling a little bit nervous or anxious about the year ahead and how you're going to get from you know where you are now to where you want to be, you might want to consider having someone by your side to help make it happen for you and with you, you know, someone who's going to cheer you on, also got the knowledge and the experience to guide you, get the results you want, you know, quicker because you know, think about where you want to be and how you want to get there. And, you know, whether it's me or somebody else, someone who you resonate more with, you do have to find the right person, the right fit for you. Um, someone who understands, you know, where you are, um, understands your pain points and frustrations, someone that's inspiring to you, makes you feel motivated and excited. You've got to find that right person if you want to invest in, in yourself and your business to make it happen. Um... My sister told me a story, actually, when she was just here at Christmas and it made me laugh about <clears throat> somebody that contacted her from, I think, it was a social media marketing company. Um, and obviously he was after business um, to run the social media side of her company because she has her own business, too. And he was asking her, um, he's only like some young lad and he was like, why do you not? I've just noticed you don't post on LinkedIn every day. Is there a reason why? And she said that, you know, she was she was on a Zoom call with him and she just said the reason why is because I've got three kids, you know, I've got my own business. She said, I have no time. I cannot post every single day. Um, it's impossible. And she said that, you know, she just, the call lasted about 15 minutes and then she never heard from him again because he obviously realised that they weren't the right fit. Um, and she needed someone that was going to understand her and where she was coming from and it just wasn't him. So that made me laugh because it made me think about business coaching and how you need someone that completely understands what it is that you want to achieve, your lifestyle, you know, and we'll work with that. It's flexible. Um, like I say, whether it's me or somebody else, and if it's something that you're interested in, I would definitely look into finding the right person that you trust. So as we head into 2024, I want you to feel those butterflies in your tummy, you know, as you think about the opportunities that are waiting for you there to grab them. Little flutters of excitement, anticipation, hope, possibility, change, abundance, all these things, they're all there for the taking. I'm excited to go into the new year. I've got some new clients, some wonderful women that I've met over the last few months who have chosen me to help them with their business and get it off to a fine start next year. So thank you.
and I promise to be there for them every step of the way. Um, and, you know, the idea that I can make somebody's dreams happen is everything to me. And that's where my passion lies. And that's why I'm not going to quit next year, regardless of what life throws at me. You know, I'm going to do it. And so are you. You are going to do it too. So if you are interested in any coaching, I do have a website. You can have a look at the sort of things that I can offer. If you're thinking about it, um, you can also book a free a discovery call on there with me, a half hour chat to see if we're a good fit, if it's something that you'd be interested in. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I'm there. I'm here. You know, this is not a sales pitch. I just want to let you know that I am here to help. And I really hope that there are some people out there that think that, you know, they're getting to know me as well through the podcast and they can see me working with them on their business and taking it to the next level. So, yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about today, really. I hope it's given you some motivation, some inspiration ready for the new year, sort of allayed those fears that you may be having, the anxiety that's coming up, um, now the clock's ticking. You know, I say, I hate this bit now, and it's like the run-up to midnight. Like I say, I'll be in bed. I'll be having my curry and going to bed. Or I'll be up with the four-year-old, probably that, actually. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a peaceful night. never is. But... You know, a happy new year to everyone who's listening. I'm excited in the new year. So in January, I'm going to be doing my new mini series. So next month is going to be um, my new mini series called The Creative She CEO. And it's going to be a four part series on how to launch a creative business. So there'll be an episode a week um, on different things, tackling everything from, you know, finding your tribe. So who are your target audience and identifying them, where to find them. We're looking at pricing, charging confidently so you can make a profit. We're looking at places to sell your work or your services, digital storefronts and otherwise, you know, and looking at getting seen and sold at both online and offline um, advertising and ways to get noticed. So that's all what's coming. Um, you can sign up for my newsletter via the website. I'll put a link to it in the show notes and that will have lots of information about the Creative She CEO mini series. So do make sure that you sign up for that to find out about it. And you can follow my podcast um, to make sure that you get alerted when I upload the episodes as well. So that all being said, I wish you all say, a happy new year, whatever it is that you're doing to celebrate. And I'm so excited for next year. Um, no nerves. You know, let's go into this feeling positive, feeling confident that we're going to achieve the life that we want um, doing something that we love. So however you're celebrating tonight, Enjoy yourselves and go into 2024 with that confidence that you can totally do this. Thank you for listening and I'll see you on the other side.